This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. Let's go to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. We're talking with the great Terry Francona. I know everybody poo-poos baseball fights. They're like, hey, you go out there and everybody's just talking yeah. and shoving. But when you get out there, man, those guys are big. They they get after yeah. it. And when they get after it, man, look out. It makes you a little nervous. Robin Ventura still won't talk about Nolan Ryan to, to this day. <laughs> he wants nothing with that conversation. Listen to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time for a one-of-a-kind poker party. Poker Night in America is streaming live from Studio 52 in Las Vegas. Join us nightly at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as some of the biggest names in poker play in the ultimate house game. Watch on the Poker Night in America channel on YouTube and Twitch or go to PokerNight.com. Poker Night in America is back and ready to party. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Betting Weekly podcast for our Europa League edition. It's match day two in the UEFA Europa League and there are plenty of fixtures to sink our teeth into. Joining me to look ahead to them, RJ, how are you mate? Welcome back to the show. I'm great, Harry. Great to be here again and uh, honoured to be with, with, with you and Nigel to discuss what looks to be a nice uh, second round of uh, Europa plays. Absolutely. It's an absolute pleasure to have you as well, mate. Uh, also joining us, as you mentioned, the main man, Mr. Nigel Seeley. How are you, sir? I'm good, mate. This is not a tournament that's ever really done me very good favours over the years. I've always struggled in Europa League. I've, I've always found that people, have, some teams haven't treated it with much respect and some teams have actually treated it more respect. I think it's a real, real dangerous kind of... RJ's got the optimism he's looking forward to. It. But for me, I find it really, really difficult. I, I, I always worry about the Europa League. Champions League, you know everyone's going to go all out. Europa League, you think some teams feel, oh, we've got a big game at the weekend. We've got, we're not going to win it. We're not going to care about the competition. So I think it's, it's what for me, it's one that's always been a one I would always uh, tread with caution. But uh, I think this time around, when you look at the fixtures now, I think there's a lot of good teams in it. And there's a lot yeah. of real bad teams in it as well. And uh, I think we can look for angles on that as well. I think you're right to tread cautiously in the group stage in particular, because a lot of the bigger clubs, if you want to call mm. them that, do make wholesale changes. And although in theory they should still get the results, you never know. You know, you're never far away from a shock. So the team news in this competition is the most important team news in any other competition in, in world football. You know, your team Arsenal are the favourites to win it, not playing. We'll, we'll come on to that in a minute. But if they've already won two games in the group and they know they're going to get through. And they're at home and they're like a minus $4 favourite. Well, they, they could put out anyone. You might get a game, Harry. <laughs> I don't think they go that far down the pecking order. But yeah, um, you know what? Let's, let's quickly touch on that game because both of you had it down uh, as a game that you were thinking about in terms of your picks. And obviously the game has been uh, postponed, uh, sadly, after Queen Elizabeth II's passing. There are some policing issues in the capital, which mean that this game can't go ahead um i'll come to you first on this nigel because a lot of people will be sitting there going 
what's the point in cancelling this? But it it is something that is kind of out of everyone in the football world's hands, at least. I mentioned their policing issues. Um, and obviously with the Queen passing, firstly, it's really sad news that the Queen's passed and the chaos that comes with it, it's just part and parcel, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I'm a football fan more than I'm a royalist. I'm, I'm very proud to be... Uh... To be uh, to be English and be British, but I'm I'm uh, I'm more of a football fan than I am a royalist. But the one thing I did admire was the Queen. I, I thought she was an absolute servant to our country and sold our country across the world. Whether the royal family will ever be able to 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 live to them high scales that she ever did is it will, will will be something to be seen. But I don't think I don't think it ever can happen. But with the um, this game, there's ninety. I'm very close to the police. One well, my brother's a, a police officer in London. And there's 96,000 police officers in London, and there's, un- there's 85,000 of them on duty to, to protect, to look after the dignitaries and the, and the, and the police in London. So there's only 11,000 spare that can, and they're talking, they're calling them reservists as well. So it, I think it was inevitable that some games would be cancelled. Whether other games across the country geographically will go ahead, but I think in London, I think it's, it's virtually impossible for anybody to hold it because the policing will not be there. But it, it reminds me of a very funny story. I'd say a very, very funny story. I was um, with the Queen and the American tourist. I used to work in the city of London. And I was walking down one day to the walls of River Thames and Harry will know, I was coming up to Blackfriars Bridge along uh, the embankment. And the Lord Mayor of London show was on. It was uh, the Mansion House is not far from there. So uh, this this a group of American tourists were, were standing by a red telephone box. It was a London red telephone box, and and they said, "Look at this! It's a London red telephone box. We've never seen a London red telephone box. We've got to get a picture of this young." So this this guy and his his wife, and it, and and their their two kids, they set up their phone and they took a picture of a, a London red telephone box. Behind them, a load of cars went past, and the outback riders went past. You know, the, of the of the of the police, and it was the Queen. She went past them, going past London. And I said to the guy, I said, I said, um, did you just see what happened? And he said, uh, no, I didn't see what happened. I said, the queen just went past you in your car and you were taking the picture of a, of a London telephone box. <laughs> and he was absolutely devastated. He couldn't believe it. He said, I can't believe it. the queen went. I said, you could have seen her. She stopped it. She literally went past all the cars. It was, but you were so, t- you spent all your time taking a picture of a London telephone box. But uh, that's the kind of impact that the, the Queen will have in this country. But uh, the policing will not be there. But uh, hopefully we'll still find some picks. Yep, indeed. Uh, let's come to you first, RJ. Uh, you've got one for us uh, from the fixture between Karabag of Azerbaijan and Nantes of France. Uh, talk to us. Yeah, as you stated, that's my first play. Uh, that, will all, that will be Thursday at 12.45 p.m. Eastern Time. And just a quick recap of, of the first round, uh, Nantes uh, to Olympi, Olympiakos Piraeus uh, of Greece won. So Nantes got the uh, the win in the first uh, first round. Uh, Freiburg took care of Karabag 2-1. to one. So, right, we have Nantes with, uh, sitting at the top of the table with, 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 with just three points. Uh, Karabag obviously hungry, uh, trying to make ground. And, and what I think they... They absolutely could here. Um, Karabag's top goal scorer, Ramil Shadaev, uh, six goals um, in just four matches uh, in the domestic league. In fact, he scored two goals in 19 minutes, actually, on Saturday domestically, and then he was immediately 
uh, reserve to the bench. So obviously a sign of of them preserving his uh, his rest and, and making sure he's good to go. And so Karabag fell on the road in, in the opening round of the group stage and, and they head home. Uh, like as I said, they had a four to three win domestically, uh, which actually extended their perfect start to the domestic season with with five straight wins. Their last domestic loss, in fact, was October of 2021. With that being said, they have never beat a French opponent internationally, right? So, like, uh, you know, a little ice and water there. But but Nance, on the other hand, are coming off a, a two-to-one win against the Olympic coast of Greece, as I stated. But domestically, they're they're having a subpar start to the to the League One campaign. Um, they're one win, three draws, three losses to start, and and obviously they were last season's Coupe de France winners, so a uh, little a little bit of a drop off for them, and and they have not been to a major competition, major European competition in 21 years, right? So um, Parabog has been here, so I think there's a, a bit of advantage for them, even though they're Azerbaijan, right? Uh, likely a little less strength overall than than Nance one would argue, but I expect them to. Find the back of the net against Karabag, who have been able to keep a clean sheet in 10 UEFA home competitions in a row. So very difficult to uh, for them to keep clean sheets. And Karabag are strong at home. They averaged 3.25 goals, four, over the last 25 matches, again, internationally and domestically. And I've only failed to score in 10% of those. Nance on the on the road are, are just mediocre. Um as I said, they lost to fifth place Lorient three to two over the weekend. Certainly not a confidence booster for them, but I expect them to see this as uh, you know a golden opportunity for them to to stay perfect. I, I, I think they 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 might overlook Karabag. I mean, I, I I just have a have a feeling that you know I think many teams might until you travel to that that opponent's place. You never know what you're going to expect, but I think Karabag is going to give them some trouble. And, you know, obviously being hungry to to gain points as they did not in the first leg. I could see a, a two to one um, type match here. And, and my play for this match is over two point five goals at plus one oh two. It's an awful long way to travel as well. Mm. Everybody, when they go into those draws and they get drawn against Karabag and they see that they've got to make that trip to Azerbaijan, it, it is a long way. And it's a hard trip to do in between a couple of domestic games mm-hmm. as well. Um, Nigel, let's come over to you for the next game, mate. Uh, and it involves... I've got, uh, I've got a bet on this game, uh, Harry. Oh, have you got, got a bet? Oh, I've yeah, a, you have. I've got, got, a, I've got a bet on this yeah. game. So it, we might as well stay with this game. I think you've hit the nail right on the head there about the distance. I mean, a lot of people in America do not think anything about jumping on a plane and going four hours. They think that's like... Just going to see a friend. You know, just going yeah. to, they get in the car, they drive 10 hours. Ah, it's just going to see mum. Go and get some milk. You know, that that's <laughs> that's like, you know, they, they've, the, the, the European to think, my God, we've got to drive 5,000 kilometers is like insane. You know, that is like, and this is the furthest journey you can possibly go in European football. You've got Nice at the bottom end of the France going all the way across to virtually Asia. That's a long, long, long journey. And, um, never seems to work on European football. If you look at Karabag this season, they played in four Champions League and Europa League games this season. They haven't lost a game at home. Uh, last season, they played seven uh, at home. They lost one. Um, that was against a French side in Marseille mm-hmm. at the latter stages of the of the, of the the Europa Conference League. I think it was all the Europa League. But um, 
they don't this is a, this is you don't underestimate this journey this is this is not a, this is not a journey that anyone in european football wants to do and especially if you're out of form and nice go uh, not go here sorry in in bad form i mean they've only won once in the french league this season i know they won once uh, in the europa league they beat olympiacos 2-1 but if you look at the stats from the olympiacos game they were clearly the second best and olympiacos as you will know harry from a greek greek side are very, very poor travellers. The Greek teams are usually brilliant at home, always very poor. But it was, they would look at that game and think they should have won that game. Not on the road this season. They've been dreadful. They played four matches, haven't won a game. I know that they played some of the better teams in in the French League. They played Paris Saint-Germain, they played Marseille. But they they come in here in a, in a real, real bad run of form. And I think Karabag here will get, get a win here. Um, I, I don't see anything other than than uh, Karabag avoiding defeat. And again, like I said in the Champions League show, I'm, I'm playing a little bit more sensible and I'm going to go for Karabag on the draw no bet. Minus 125. Um, I want to oppose Nantes here. 125 Karabag. I think this journey can never be underestimated by overseas betters that this journey is a horrible journey. You go through various different time zones it's, uh, it's, it's, with all due respect, it's not probably one of the nicest places to go. The stadium is going to be und- very daunting. Um, you, you feel like you're in a different, not a, the same continent. You feel like mm. you're in a different world going here. And I think that Nantes here, being sort of kind of European rookies, are going to find it very, very difficult to, uh, to, to get anything from this game. So I'm going to go for Karabakh on the draw no bet, minus 125. Yeah, I think you both make really valid points around this one. And apologies, I did have it down that you had a, a bet on this, Nigel. I just glanced at the wrong part of the page. Shocking from me. Um, let's go back to RJ. I've got used to it, mate. Yeah, <laughs> mate. You're shocking this. Standards no, are down here. Standards. RJ's only done one show for you. He'd be texting me after saying this. <laughs> get him out. We got used to it, RJ. Don't worry about it. You'll be, you'll, you'll be fine in a couple of weeks. The standards are in the bin. What can I say? Um, mm. Let's move on uh, to RJ's second pick. And you've both just got a couple of picks each because, as we mentioned, that, that Arsenal-PSV game is off. But Bodo glimped against FC Zurich. That is a game from the same group as Arsenal and PSV Eindhoven. I watched Zurich last week and I wasn't very impressed with them. And I was actually surprised that Bodo glimped managed to get a draw against PSV Eindhoven. So, I mean, I know the way I'm looking at this one, but w- what's your take on it, RJ? Yeah, so before I get into that, I want to talk about the the travel, right? And I think mm-hmm. Nigel pointed out that, you know, it's pretty easy for us in, in America to, to just hop on a plane and travel four hours or, or drive 10. I just did a couple road trips, and, and I can tell you I'm not a big fan of the uh, of the long travel. And I say that because I'm from Rhode Island, which is the smallest state in the U.S. So it could, in one hour, one hour time, you can go from each end of the state and and you pretty much have gone through it. Right. But for us in Rhode Island, if, if you talk to somebody and you say, Hey, I got to go over here. That, that's a 30 minute ride. You want to know the comment that most people say uh, that's too far. That's far from me. You need to get right? better friends, RJ. It, well, <laughs> that's what you need to do. You need to I mean, sometimes money. I'm guilty of it too, but uh, it's, it's funny that you, no, you but know. it's funny though, because you, what you say there is, is from where you are geographically. I, I went to New York last week and people, right. I had a couple of guys who drove six hours to come down. And, like, you know, people go to Vegas and drive five hours to L.A. because mm-hmm. there's nothing else to do apart from go there. But I do feel that you, where you are geographically, you you can make a sort of a, 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 
a comment about what I'm saying, but American, Australian people who live in vast countries do not think anything of driving eight hours. I had a friend who drove 10 hours. Whereas in England, we do 45 minutes. Harry invited me to his son's um, christening name day. It was Mm -hmm. a 50-minute drive. Something on that day. That is the day. Do you know what I mean? No, no. Yeah. Oh, that's you know what I mean. It's like man, yeah, no, it's true. You know I mean? it's, it's, it's true. It's true. But it's true. Well, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there as a sidebar. <laughs> but uh yeah, so so back to the match. Uh my second and and last play right out. I was on Arsenal PSG uh PSV goals. Obviously, that's postponed um as we as we mentioned. Uh so I'm looking at Bodo versus Zurich. Again, I'll, I'll recap the first round. Uh, PSV uh, drew with Bodo, 1-1. Zurich lost 1-2-2 to to Arsenal. And, right, so Bodo's top goal scorer, Amal Pellegrino, uh, he's actually the top goal scorer in the Norway's top division. Um, very strong, very strong team at home. Uh, Zurich, on the other hand, they have very slim in the goal scoring department. Um complete 180 from their result last season and i'll get into that so similar to karabag at home Bodo are very strong on home turf uh they are a bit out of touch um they're in a rough patch losing three out of their last five matches both domestically and internationally as i said they're coming off a draw to psv uh obviously expect them to be hungry for for three points against a very very vulnerable zurich side on the road who have lost four matches and They've given up at least two goals in each of those matches. Both teams are also lost domestically over the weekend. Uh, oddly enough, both teams lost three to two. Zurich are, as I said, in a in a rough patch. They're in ninth place out of tenth, which is two points in eight eight matches domestically to begin the season. Right, so they were the top team last season. Now they're basically at the bottom, um, and they're continuously conceding and. They have, however, been able to find the net in their last nine matches. So while losing, they are able to find the find the net, uh, get on the score sheet, and you know, as as I did in the uh, in the in the PSV versus Arsenal match, I did like for goals. Um, this is similar to me, right? So we have a very strong photo side from a stats perspective over the last twenty five matches at home they averaged 3.27 goals for right so just over three goals and i think they could get uh this total over here so i'm i'm looking at over 2.75 goals at minus 122 i i see you know a thrashing as i as i stated um back in the qualifying round i think i took bodo against um Maccabi or, or one of those sides, right? They oh, oh Linfield, right? They went down one nothing to Linfield on the, on the road. They went home and they won eight or nine nil. Uh, I expect a similar type performance here from them, right? Coming off a draw, I could see a three to one type match. Bodo leading the way, and uh, I really like the look of goals here. Yeah, I agree with you. Zurich didn't have anything really um, when they yeah. played Arsenal last week. Arsenal made wholesale changes completely you know, disrupted the 11 and still looked really comfortable and should have won the game by way more than they did in the end. The other thing to factor in as well, I, and this certainly was the case last season, so correct me if I'm wrong, Bodo Glimt have a, an artificial pitch. 
which makes it really difficult for other sides that are traveling there who aren't used to playing on it because the bounce is different, the spin is different, the pace at which the ball zips across when you play passes and stuff is very different as well. Um, and I think that gives them certainly more home advantage than a lot of sides as well. Um, Nigel, let's come back to you. Uh, Roma against Helsinki uh, is the second game that you've got down for us. What's your thinking uh, around this one? I think this is a complete mismatch. And as you can see from the betting, it's a complete mismatch. I mean, um, Roma are minus 800 with Bet Rivers. Uh, can't disagree with that. The only thing I would say with that is Roma have a, a very big game at the weekend against Atalanta. And that probably takes priority. So I really expect Jose Mourinho to um, to rest some players here. But I feel whatever team he puts out, they've won the, the Europa Conference League last season, so they really do take this competition seriously. So you can't look at, at Roma and think they're not going to take this competition seriously. Um, I think he comes here with a very different mindset. I think he just comes in, treats it like, oh, we win this one nil, 2 nil, and just get everyone fit, go into the next round. And I think that's what will happen. If you look at when they got to the business end of the Europa Conference League, in the in the group stages, they were a bit more offensive. But when he got to the business end, they they sharp shop. They were very tight defensively, and they sort of won games one two nil at the end of the competition. This game here, I think, is a perfect fit for them. Uh, Helsinki aren't good enough at this level. They're not good enough at this level. When you look at the teams when they played, when they've gone up to big big teams this season, they played two games in the Champions League this season. They played um, Victoria Plzen, lost five nil. They played Real Betis in the Europa League. Um, and lost 2-0. Uh, last season, they played in, in games against uh, Maccabi Haifa, who are you know, they're probably the weakest team in the Champions League, lost 5-0 and 3-0. They played Fenerbahce, lost 1-0. Uh, Lanes, they lost uh, 2-0. They don't score goals against proven opposition. They, this season in the, in, in the Finnish league, their goals have gone dried up even more. They're not scoring goals. You know, they're, they're winning games 1-0, 2-0. In a league that they've dominated over the years, and I think this is a real, real routine win for Roma. I think just go through it, struggle for it, 1-0, 2-0, get the job done. I wouldn't bet Roma on the Asian handicap. I think minus 800 is the right price. But would I get involved with them to win on the Asian handicap? No, because I think they could probably win it 1-0 and be very happy. All they care about is getting three points, getting everyone fit, playing Atalanta at the weekend. So I bet here is Roma to win to nil. Um, minus 152. A little bit lower than the odds I usually want to go with. I usually go down to about minus 125, minus 130. Mm. But I just look at this game and, and look at the, the attacking threat that Helsinki offer, which is nothing. And look at the way that um, we all know what Mourinho is like in games like this. He just makes it difficult, gets the job done. I don't think there's going to be much of a crowd in attendance. I think it'd be quite low crowd in attendance. There's got to be a hostile atmosphere. I expect them to rotate lots and lots of changes, but I expect them to win one or two nil, get the three points and uh, move on to the next stage of the group and go on with Atalanta at the weekend. Helsinki aren't good enough to score at this level. That's the reason why this bet is. We've gone through six games in Europa League and the Champions League this season and last where they played opposition that isn't the same standard as Roma and they failed to score. So Roma to win to nil. Yeah, I think given the, the prices as well, that certainly feels like the right way to attack this one. Um, guys, uh, thank you so much. As I said, just a couple of picks each because of uh, the fact that that game has been postponed just, what, hours before uh, we've jumped on to record. Um, anything for any of you to add before we uh, say our farewells? 
No, obviously, I just always say at the end of these times when you ask me the same question, I always wanted you to uh, to follow us at Because We Win. You can follow myself, RJ, all the other fantastic, great handicappers we have. Not only in soccer, we have some brilliant guys in golf. We have fantastic tennis content, uh, motor racing, a uh, bit of cricket. Cricket's uh, there's a 2020 Cricket World Cup the, the game in America the other day. I'm thinking about 50 direct messages say, what the hell is this going on in our country? We've <laughs> got no idea what it is. So uh, if you want to know what cricket is about, it's all on the on the content. And obviously, you know, just, just subscribe to our YouTube channel. The, the views are going up and up and up, and we're very grateful for that. And we're very grateful for everyone coming along with the ride, and hopefully the boys are going to put in the work and make everyone cash some tickets. That's right. Make sure you are subscribed to the YouTube channel. Make sure you are subscribed on audio platforms as well. Give the guys a follow. Follow us at Because We Win. And we'll be back very, very soon with more picks. Until next time, take care of yourselves. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Extra Time on the Bet Rivers Network. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider.